to Alphabet Flight Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with guests. We talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is Jackson. Hi, I'm Jackson. Um, so today, we're going to talk about someone with a... We're going to talk about Snakey Lady, Princess Python. So, um, yeah, Princess Python. She is one of the first sneaky ladies we've talked about in a long time. Yeah, I heard that you ta- had like a lot of sneaky ladies when the show started. Yeah, I had a lot of sneaky ladies, and almost no sneaky dudes. I had some sneaky dudes, but not a lot. But um... we need more sneaky dudes. Uh, I I fell deeply in love with uh, Urza from the the Vampire's Assistance. He's very pretty and also sneaky. What do you, What do you think Princess Python is? So. I'm assuming she's like a Conan type character, so not a lot of clothes, probably big head, or sorry, uh, big hair, big like crown type thing. Probably like lots of pointing and shouting. Um, what do you think her power is? I mean, the obvious answer is that she's like a snake person, but I'm going to just swing for the fences. She's really good at hacking. No, it's snake. Vaguely snake related. And actually, she technically has none. So, I'll send you a picture of what she looks like. Oh, wow. She's kind of nice looking. Yeah. I, I don't disagree with the, the costume design. If you need a mental image, imagine Poison Ivy, but uh, scales instead of uh, plant-themed. Yeah. That's yeah, so pretty much, you know, she's a redhead. What looks like a Poison Ivy outfit. Here, picture with a giant snake with... Fangs for some reason, even though a large snake would be a constrictor. So whatever. It's, it's a large python. Which do pythons constrict? Yes. Well, you know, snakes and stuff. They're, they're very um, dubious in the Marvel universe. It's more the platonic ideal of a snake than like accurate-looking snake. Her name is Zelda Dubois. She is a snake charmer and professional criminal. Uh, she has a criminal record in the United States, and she was born in Darlington, South Carolina. Okay, that adds that makes me almost like her a little bit more because I, I like I like a uh, like what? a subtle I like a subtle Southern accent. I do I like a, like a I like a especially if it's a little bit more dainty. I'm also just like imagining her like putting snake venom in some lemonade that she gives you. Oh, oh my god! Okay, we can't talk about this yet, <laughs> but I have a whole thing now. Sure. Also, I have a perfect actress for her, but we'll get to that in a little bit. She is a member of the Circus of Crime. Mm. Former member Good. of the Clowns Masters of Menace. The uh, original Serpent Squad in the Serpent Society. The Serpent what? Squad yeah? and Society. Okay. I heard Serpent Grod and I'm like, that's a DC thing. <laughs> serpent Grod. It just turns out that all uh, animal-based villains and uh, Flash has Garod as their name, so he has a uh, he has a cat Garod as well. It's just it's just a really mean cat. She first showed up in Amazing Spider-Man issue issue number twenty two, presenting the Cloud the Masters of Menace, and it was in March nineteen sixty five. And the mm. cover features uh, one of the underused features that Spider-Man has on his suit. The uh, the spotlight on his belt. 
that makes a Spider-Man. He has a spotlight on his belt that makes a Spider-Man symbol. <laughs> it doesn't show up a lot, but when it does, it's it's primo. Really silly, but it's also very early Peter Parker, and I'm into it. Oh, man, I love it. I love it. So very little is known about Zelda Du Bois before she took the stage name Princess Python. And she took that when she was five, by the way. Um, okay, there's... <laughs> who has lots known about them before they're five? No, no, no I'm joking, because Princess Python is something oh, a five-year-old okay. would think of. It's stick well, with. I see, yeah. So she chose this when she was five, apparently, and she's been a criminal ever since. Because <laughs> that's the only way I could think anyone would call themselves Princess Python. You know, it's like pick the first day, like the um, first name of first letter of your first name, and then like last letter of your last name, and then like you like find a villain name based on these two lists. Jesse put so put some work into making that. Okay, so so she became the Princess Python, and what happened next? This this B list. Uh, this B-list She-Ra no, villain. I'm, no, I'm saying Z-list. Not even in She-Ra universe, she is popular. But unlike unlike a majority of the performers of the In the Circus of Crime, after uh, he came to America, because most of the people in Circus of Crime are from like Eastern Europe, Europe, she's like one of the first like Americans that joined. Uh, she had great she had great rapport with her 25 foot long, had a commanding stage presence that made her one of one of the star performers at the circus. The other members, she became, uh, she participated in robbing the audience each each show. Because the ringmaster, who we'll talk about later in the next book, he hypnotized everyone, and he was just like, and then they'd be like, yoink! And what happened is, it just says circus, but but like what happens after he hypnotizes, the, the, like, the piece of cloth on that last part of the sign falls off, and it says, of crime. And this is not the only circus circus based group of villains, which is the even better part of the Marvel Universe. Whenever she first uh, met a costume crime fighter, the ringmaster was deposed as leader, and then the clown took over, dubbing them the Masters of Menace. Then Spider Man, like, name, yeah. Then Spider Man like intervened and and whatnot. Then they like were caught. And sent to jail. Not long after her parole, she met uh, Thor, whose power was halved by his father. And um, the Ringmaster, because the Ringmaster got out of jail and took over. Because the clown isn't like that good of a leader. He's just, you know, the one who stepped up. Uh, the Ringmaster is just like, hey, bunch of circus people, let's go to the Avengers mansion and attack them. <laughs> well, 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 Ant Man and the Wasp are getting married. Uh, okay, I'm I'm not sure what's got leadership skills, but okay. <laughs> the circus is the circus's attempt to eliminate the Avengers failed miserably, and the circus was soon put in jail again. It was a perfect crime, but attack the Avengers head on <laughs> yes. when they're all in the same place, <laughs> especially when they're probably going to have even more people there because they're having a wedding, and they probably invited their superhero friends. Mm-hmm. As well as like some of their government people and shield people, but a for effort. Or after you know, maybe when Hawkman—I mean, not Hawkman—I said the wrong one. Hawkeye is like on <laughs> monitor duty or something like that. Do it then. Mm-hmm. Do it then. 
Yeah. I mean, Hawkeye could still just rip the shreds out of all these people, but do it then. It'll be less- But not as fast. Not as fast. She has a very close relationship with her pet, Snake. And at times she preferred its companies over to that of human beings. I mean, I have no idea how that feels because Same. I only hang out with my cat when I'm not working. I have no idea how that would feel. So she's like Princess Python, you're kind of Chancellor Cat. Convinced that she would never make a fortune at the Ringmaster Circus. Uh, she tried to pull off crimes of her own. So she attacked Iron Man and threatened to kill him. Uh, well, actually, she attacked Tony Stark. And it wasn't publicly known that he was Iron Man yet. Oh, that's all right yeah. then. So, but, you know, then, then he turned out he was Iron Man. And then uh, she did get her millions of dollars. Does didn't fight Iron Man. Her snake did. And maybe, just maybe, the python got dropped into a, a vat of acid during the fight. Oh no, she, poor and snake. And she got distraught seeing her partner died, die. And she leapt into the acid herself, both saved by Iron Man. And then she, and then uh, instead of being sent to jail, she uh, she got therapy and then got a new pet python. Who is issuing this license for her to have a pet python? Clearly, she's not in a good place with this. So she did not return, but she did accept the Viper's invitation to the Serpent Scrod, and she also aided aided the Viper in kidnapping the president of uh, Roxon. In a scheme to raise the treasures of sunken Lumeria. She also she also fought Captain America whenever he was a nomad. Wait, no, no, I was I know I was right. I just summarized the sentence. She was beaten with her python. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, no, she was beaten when her python was defeated. No, she was her python was picked up by Captain America, and he was just like, I'm gonna use this to beat you, woman. And then he did. God, the last trauma this lady must be under. Just leave her snake alone. It's the only reason <laughs> she hasn't snapped yet. That's so sad. I feel bad for the snake. She then joined the Circus of Crime again. And then uh, she had she had some fun meeting up with the Hulk and Howard the Duck. I imagine the Hulk also did the same thing. Probably picked up her snake and was <laughs> like, no snake lady, stop. <laughs> I really hope the Hulk, like, picked up the snake and just tied her up with the snake and, like, left her attached to, like, a fence post or whatever. Like, hey, police, she's here, this one. It is canon that the Hulk really likes animals. Mm, that makes sense. Like, at one point he had he had a pet baby deer that he saved from a hunter. Aww. There's a reason why I love the Hulk. It's because he's big mm. and green and he smashes things. But he also smashes things with love. Aww. So good. Yeah. Then she was also she was also invited into the Serpent Society, which is a bunch of <laughs> snake-based <laughs> villains. Which, oh my god! I why are there two different snake-based villain groups? There's so many snake-based villains. So many. Uh, like there's, I think there's like ten that I can think of that are like. Not just the vaguely snake sh uh, snake fate uh, based, like explicitly snake based. Hobbyist finding other people with the same hobby is generally a very healthy thing. I support that. However, if, if your hobby is snake based crime, maybe that's not something we should let have uh, 
Like, we shouldn't sponsor that student group on our college campuses. No, we definitely shouldn't. Well, actually, you shouldn't have an oil company who's just like, hey, let's just make a bunch of snake-based villains. Because that's the reason why half of them have their snake powers, because Rockstar is just like, I don't know, we have money, let's make some snake people. <laughs> uh, I love comic books so much. As much as I want to point out, like, the, like, actual, like, I think like, literary prowess of, in, like, fine art moments of uh, of uh, comics. Also just love that, like, an uh, evil oral company was just like, hey, we're just gonna give them a bunch of, a bunch of people some snake powers and <laughs> let them do their thing. The two things about who should judge a comic, does it have, like, strong writing and characterization that draws from this unique blend of visual and literary mediums, and does it have wacky shit like snake-themed evil team? How it scores on these two factors is how you tell a, what a good comic is. It's sometimes they combine both, and it's amazing when it happens. Exactly. Like, if it scores a 10 on both like scales, then it's the best comics. This is why Cosmic Ghost Rider is so good. Okay, did, I don't know if I mentioned this, but uh, whenever Civil War was not announced, and they were just developing it. It was codenamed Captain America Serpent Society. Oh, man. And as much as Civil War was a really good movie, I want a Serpent Society movie as well. No, I feel that, but I feel like it shouldn't be... Um, I don't want it to be Captain America, because I feel like it's Captain America movies... He's the one who deals with Serpent Society the most. Oh, sure. But I mean, like, the current Cat movies are, like, fairly serious and kind of grounded, which I know that Captain America in the comics isn't always, but that they kind of have a good thing going for that. I want this for, like, Ant-Man or uh, Spider-Man, because I think those are the good places for this kind of wacky. Can you imagine, you know, Peter Parker, like, this current Peter Parker, he's at his school, and there's a secret, like, secret serpent society made up of, of people in his high school who are supervillains that are snake-based. That would be pretty cool. But also, we're getting we're getting uh, Mysterio in the next movie, so I'm okay with skipping it for yeah. We're getting Mysterio. It's going to be uh, Jake Gyllenhaal playing him as well. Oh yeah, I have heard about this. Good, yes, excellent. Yeah, we're getting we're getting that. We're getting it next year. Sweet. Well, so <sighs> she's she's well, she's kind of tall for a lady. She's five eight. Um, has red hair, green eyes. Like, just imagine like. Your typical very attractive redheaded lady. You pretty much have her. She and she has like a she has like a cattle prod. That's that's the only thing. But what I was thinking for casting is I was thinking like Isla Fisher. Isla Fisher, what's she been in? I don't know her. Well, she's been in a lot of things. Uh, she she plays Rebel at the newest uh, Arrested Development seasons. Basically, pictures alone, um, yeah, I can see this. That would be good. Because she can do funny, and she can do serious, and also, she's also very attractive, so, I mean, that also helps. Um, and you need funny for this character. This character shouldn't be, like, you know, like, a dark meditation on the human soul. Her name is Princess Python. No, like, she she chose this name when she was five and never grew as a person. Because <laughs> I will stick with my hypothesis. There's no way a grown woman chose the name Princess Python. <laughs> And thought it was going to be good. It sounds like a character out of Axe Cop. When's the next time they're gonna they're gonna have to have like another like 
more comical movie for uh to kind of be like the breathers after heavy Marvel movies because Ant-Man is doing it pretty good but they're going to need a couple of them. I don't know. Like they I feel like it needs to be like a new line of someone. Also, I would if so when Captain America it, When Captain America if, dies. Yeah, if and then I hope like Falcon takes the mantle. See, I would be okay with either Falcon or Bucky because both actors are good. Yeah, both are very good, but I think if um, Bucky takes it, it's more of the same. Whereas if Falcon takes it, we might have a little more fun because Falcon's a bit more of a fun character. Yeah. Um, where Bucky's like, oh, I'm tortured. Well, he, um, he, well, actually, no. He stopped being tortured and then he became tortured again. Right. Whereas Falcon, I feel like, could have more fun so he could have like something more fun Captain America movies, which is which should give us this, you know, Serpent Society movie. That'd be great. Yeah. Yeah, so I feel like it should be like the first Cap movie whenever Chris Evans isn't Captain America anymore. I feel like this isn't like the right kind of villains, but if they do a like Miss Marvel series, which they should, um, uh, either like TV or movie, um, th- that'd be fun there. I think a TV show for Kamala Khan is being um, th- it was being developed for the last couple of years. I don't know if it's going to happen though. But- sure, I know there's a cartoon version, but like a like solo thing, live action yeah. would be. Yeah. But um, but yeah, but also another thing that I think I mentioned. But I want to just tell this to everyone. Um, I would, I would like to have because, like, the Hulk was in the microverse at one point. That's where he fell in love with his green princess girlfriend, who died at one point. Just imagine Thor Ragnarok, but in the microverse with with, uh, with Paul Rudd. Yeah, I'd accept that. Just saying, and I don't care who directs it, as long as it's either Taika Waititi or Matt, uh, Pat Reed. I would just like to see. I would just like to see Paul Rudd and Mark, uh, Mark Ruffalo be together, funny together, because they're both they're both very adorable people who are very funny. They are. That'd be very good. It'd be very good. So, yeah, that's my. That's, that's I need to start this hashtag. We're like hashtag make Hulk small. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, also, that lets you do the um, uh, Hulk Ant-Man amalgam thing with the Infinity Warp. Yes, which hopefully, like, let that be like just like a, a one scene thing or whatever, just for the funsies. Well, I so this is this so uh, people who listen to this, let's let's make this hashtag trend. Make Hulk small. Make Hulk small. Yeah, we're done talking about Princess Python. Yeah, she's fun, but I'm not sure all that much to say about her. Nope. Nope, she's a person who apparently stopped developing as a person at five and was good with snakes. So anyway, I'm uh, I'm Jack Snefflin. You can find me at Gratuitous Pausing on Twitter and Facebook. That's where my where that's where one of my podcast lives, and then also a study in Granada, which should be kind of the same places. That's the Sherlock Holmes podcast. If you just like me and don't care about the podcast, you can follow me on Twitter, and I talk about uh. I mostly complain about, like, what Peter Jackson should have done better with Arwen. Like, that's kind of my, like, recurring thing that I'll just complain about women in Tolkien and how they deserve better. Well, I mean, you have to kind of go back in time and somehow convince person from born in the 1800s that women are people. Listen, if I had a time machine, just go back in time, uh, seduce Christopher Tolkien take his face, become Christopher Tolkien, publish all of his books, but then also, like, make changes as I go. I don't know. I feel like that would be easier than trying to convince someone who was born in the 1800s that women are people. 
Oh yeah, that's like that's a, a lost cause. But if I body swap with him or something, or like you know, seduce and replace and leave his body in a bog somewhere, then it's an easier time, and also I get to be rich. Yeah, yeah, you would, you would, because you could set up like a because there's a Tolkien state, state, so you'd be able to you know back back pilot yourself into not back a backdoor yourself into some of those uh, royalty checks. Yeah, like my thought that like um, there'd be like a thing in the Tolkien estate letters that like if ever should someone should come wearing a certain tattoo saying I'm a man from the west traveling east, um, they get all the money. So then I go back to the present me and just have that tattoo and be like, hey, give me all of your money, Tolkien people. And and they're notorious for for just backing down when people ask them for things. So yep, they sure yep. are. <laughs> anyway, so where can they find you? What do you do? Um, well, I have a I have a podcast called Creepy Critters where I talk about cryptids. And if you'd like to see my little cryptid, my cat with four thumbs, you can go to at Marvelous Mooch on Twitter. Not I mean sorry on Instagram. If you'd like to see the people we talk about, you want to see Princess Python because I don't know she's a she's an attractive lady with a snake. That's some people's thing. So you know, go to at Mar- go to at Alphabet Flight or the Hodgepod group on Facebook. Oh yeah, I have a Patreon. So uh, if you want to donate, just go to the links in the description. And this has been Alphabet Flight. May Madcap show you how truly mean life is. Bye. Bye.